Hey folks, welcome to episode 20 of Waterbound. This is Link. And Ted, and uh, sometimes Rio and Ida and Arlo the cat, you never know. Um, So yeah, we are, uh, we're here episode 20, it's a nice even number, I don't know how many we'll get to before the year's out, but we're going to kind of start over at that point, I suppose, with with season two, we're still season one. Sounds good to me. Uh, what's our beer tonight, Link? Uh, it's a Sweetwater Variety Pack. Variety Pack. So uh, we've already had a couple. <laughs> We're on to a 420. With dinner. With dinner. Yeah. Sure. Don't judge. That's right. <laughs> so we had some shrimps and some rice mm, and now, beans. now some beer. Yeah. Beans and fresh veggies and mm-hmm. good, good stuff. stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, we're going to... We're gonna get into some food down the road, maybe. Well, maybe not tonight. Yeah, I think but. it's a, I think it's a great, great topic. <laughs> All right, I like cantaloupe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some people do it, some people don't. So uh, tonight's topic is gonna be. We're going in the river trips first. Well, yeah, but we entered. You can tell them. This, this, okay, this we'll is just what the topic out. is. What's the, the topic? Topic is going to be. What's gonna be? River etiquette. River etiquette. Hey, sir, how do you do? Those kind of things. Like, good morning. <laughs> Salutations. Uh, no, yeah, we'll, exactly. we'll, get into some, we'll get into that. But, uh, but right now, we're going to talk about a uh, river trip. So we had a, we had a, a trip together. Um, Mutual. Yeah. So good stuff. Uh, I don't know. You want to start it? Sure. Um, we uh, did a private trip on... Section four of the Chattooga this past weekend. Um, we had a Ted, myself, and a couple of the guys that were in our R one S one clinic uh, back in June, which was super cool. Chuck and Dom, yeah, Chuck and Dominic, and they are too. Uh, Ted uh, took his fat cat S one, and I was uh, I had an R two with Mister Rio, <laughs> and we had a couple. Uh, uh, we had. Who we have? We had Jeff. Three, three Jeff, canoes. Yeah, four, four canoes. Four canoes. Four, four canoes. That's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, so we have four canoes with us, four open boats of uh, and, varying uh, experience and, a, you know, abilities. And we had a tandem, tandem. high-performance whitewater inflatable kayak. Yeah, So, but also known <laughs> in, in an acronym is the... Uh, IKOC two. True, they were not using a kayak paddle. They no, nor were yeah, nor were they paddling a craft you would normally paddle with canoe paddles. That's true. So yeah, they had a tandem IK. Uh, Nick and his girlfriend Alex had a tandem inflatable kayak, but they were using canoe paddles because they're both canoeists, canoers, open boaters. Sure, um, which was super fun. Yeah, yeah. So, so a variety of craft out there. It was. But I'll tell you this: everybody had single blades. What does that mean? I don't know. Just, just stay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trying to ruffle, ruffle the feathers of the kayakers in the uh, in the listening audience. Sir, no, this is just an observation. Just yeah. occurred to me. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, man. So the, the we, level was we we put in and it was what was it? What did I say it was? Well, the, oh, the oh, yeah, online was, was like one. No, it was one one five. Okay, it was one one five on yeah. the visual gauge. Yep. All right. Yeah, and that's what we go by. All right. The, inter- right. the internet gauge is only a reference point to see whether water is coming up or going down. And if you're used to reading that all the time, that's cool. But to get the accurate water level, you read it at the bridge, at the Highway seventy six bridge. The oh, actually, the old bridge pylon below the highway new highway 76 bridge and that's where you get the accurate uh, water level because there is a discrepancy between that gauge and the online gauge at most water levels there's like one happy little happy spot where they meet and then from there it either goes it either reads higher or lower than it actually is so it's all relative and and I don't care if you're a 
you know, if you have a PhD in, in like advanced mathematics or you're a rocket scientist, there's nothing more complex than trying to decipher the, <laughs> the various gauges I mean, online versus visual of the Chattuga, in my opinion. You just kind of got to be a rocket surgeon. <laughs> you know, you got to be a rocket surgeon. I think you do. I think, yeah. I think you are. So um, I, I, I'm, I stay confused about it. But regardless, uh, kind of kind of a lower level than a lot of a lot of people would say right yeah most people consider it low water but fine for with those, me by the way <laughs> for us at paddle chatuga you know for levels on the chatuga uh low water is anything below a foot medium water is a foot to two feet and high water is anything above two feet yeah. The way way I with the way I read it. Okay. Um, well, I was happy that it was on the lower end, and just you know, for for my own comfort level, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Um, I was that, that was that was my first time to S one down that section, and I ran. I guess I'm super proud to have run everything. I guess, but cracking a rock, which I don't think is really maybe even possible in the raft. But right crack is doable at higher flows, but it's it's really really consequential. So most most people walk it. But uh, that's not a bad thing to do until you're. Yeah, you know, oh, I don't have any issues. until you're really experienced, yeah. or or you know, there's no shame in walking crack. No, all no I don't have I don't have any problem with it but i was i was excited to be able to do uh, a lot of those rapids that i had i mean i'd only had one trip down that section um before anyway in a kayak and so um you know to go down it and be able to run those different rapids plus i knew i had a a uh top notch crew with some knowledge and uh, Link was babysitting me, so I had, the, I had, I knew I, that was the time. We had had good conditions and the right crew, yeah. And uh, and it worked out, even though I, I had some pretty sloppy lines. That's um, all good. I was dry, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he did stay dry. He didn't swim. So. I didn't swim, so that's that was I was happy about that. Yeah, but sometimes you just gotta like not give people too much information in yeah. certain instances, like. Yeah. Like if it were, you know, I know there are times you were, you wanted to know more details and you, you, you got to try to keep it simple yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I agree. I um, sometimes. Especially at lower water when it's it's really evident where you need to be and where you don't need to be and just go down there and run that shit. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, we had a great time. Um, we uh, pretty much... Almost everybody ran Woodall Hole. A uh, few of the open boaters ran, went um, and snuck it to the right, which is still doable. Um, we even had a ghost ghost ride. We had a ghost boat. Ghost back. boat. We know. Hey, now after that last episode, ride. like I, I'm just using you know language and lingo all over the place. Oh yeah. Luckily, yeah, we, luckily, <laughs> and luckily, I'm sound, uh, I sound super hip too. Yeah. Luckily, uh, lingo. <laughs> Yeah, ghost boat. Hey guys, did you see that bus stop? <laughs> um, but uh, we had a ghost boat through the cheat shoot of Woodall Shoals, which was kind of funny. <laughs> um, and uh, no, everybody else did really well. And um, trying to think, did we did we have any swims? Swimmers or? at yeah, we, seven foot. I don't think so. I think everybody made it through seven foot. Uh, I that's what I swam the the last trip I made there. Uh, that was my only swim, uh, you know, from from a kayak. But I I definitely didn't run it the right way, even though I knew this time what I was supposed to do. But still, I think you know. But it's like anything. I think you you, you know you got to do it a number of times to understand what you're supposed to be doing. Especially on these that are, uh, a, that's a pretty technical move right there, in my opinion. But, you know, I know you see it every day, but to me, that's, no, that's, that's an unusual, um, uh, I guess mainly it, it's not a, 
intuitive move. It's not what you would think you would do. Like uh, after when compared to the other things that I paddle, you know, yeah. it's like you know, kind of compared going to the Okoe and the yeah. Nanahala. Yeah. I mean, it's not straightforward. No, no. So that's kind of funky. But everybody made it, even though there were some close calls there. Yeah, um, yeah, we had a lot. There were some fun. ugly runs, and I, I mean, I put myself in that category. But yeah, everybody did make it. Sure. And sure. then we did have a little flip on um, raft trap. So well, yeah, we did have a flip at raft trap. <laughs> uh, Chuckles, Chuck roast. <laughs> Chuckles, and uh, Dominic flipped uh, flipped a storm in the raft trap of Stacoa Creek Rapid, um, and uh, it was rather phenomenal. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. They to lost watch. a GoPro. They did. He Chuck did lose that a GoPro, sucked. which sucked. Uh, and he he kind of got his got his foot hung up in the. In the uh, strap, so he had to rework that. But um, and I just got trapped. I didn't flip, but I totally just got stuck. Just stuck. He would have had it if he just stayed in the just, position he was in. I but just listened. He, he just he listened to his head rather than the Mama <laughs> Shatuga. And uh, no, it was good. We had a good time. I mean, you pretty much almost always get stuck in the raft trap. Yeah. 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 Um. What so else? anyway, got down um, to five falls. Yep. You know, a few folks walked some walked some of it here and there. Yeah, mo- most people run entrance, and if if you break entrance down by going right, even at low water, you can kind of go right and catch the eddy on river right, just below the last drop of entrance, and run the far right side. It's a little, you know, definitely a little bit slower, more um, doable, but. Um, um, Everybody kept her upright at entrance. We scouted uh, corkscrew with the guys. And the main reason like I, why I like to scout corkscrew um, with pe- people that may not have a lot of paddling experience or just not paddling experience on Section 4 is show, mm-hmm. them, is show them how far they have to go to get the crack from corkscrew. So if there's any you know anything that goes down, I want them to know where to go where the safety eddies are, you know, where our safety was set, where our shore safety was set. And, um, yeah, so that was fun. We had a, had a good time coming through there. Um, I mean, I didn't have my best line there, but as the water drops, it hadn't been low in a while, so I'm, I'm kind of, like, trying to rework, remember the lines I take at, at lower water through some of the rapids. So um, I hunkered down with Mr. Rio and just kind of, <laughs> clung to him for safety and he made me feel good because he's fuzzy and licking me and stuff he's your emotional support animal yes on the river yes so, so um, but everybody got through there uh the those that ran it we had a few of the open boaters uh walk corkscrew and why do they walk corkscrew because of cracking the rock yeah. you know cracking rock weren't below corkscrew um a lot more people would fire it up but Rightfully so, uh, it deserves respect, and and I'm I'm glad those guys you know weren't feeling it, and then they yeah. decided to walk. Absolutely, and you know the first time, I mean, I walked it when I was there last time, and then this time, you know, I was in a different boat, so I felt, he was felt big, better. He, he was in a big floaty thing. I was in a big floaty, and that made me feel a lot better about things. Um, and then uh, what jawbone. Was uh, exciting. Yeah, so, you know, I yep. felt I felt like maybe that maybe that was my best. Dude, you were like right on, right on my tail on yeah. that one. Yes, yeah. Link was like, "Stay on my butt," yeah. and I was trying to. And, I like uh, swooping through there. <laughs> I don't like catching the parking lot eddy on the left at the top of Jawbone. A lot of people do. So that, yeah, it slows it down. I like swooping through that. Bailing out down the big slide. Get on it. Yeah, and just wee, wee. So that was fun. And then uh, next up, Sockham Dog and yep. you know, everybody in the rafts and you know, made that pretty yep. good. I, I had a real ugly line, but I made it. Yeah, you made it upright, <laughs> man. You're good. So it was fun. And the best, uh, I mean, I got to say it, the best swim of the day was on Section 5, as you say. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> let's go back to Sockham Dog. Even oh, yeah. even our uh, IKOC two ran Sockham Dog, and, and Nick's lady Alex didn't really want to run it. She had already walked Jawbone. And I'm like, 
So I pressured in to run a Sockham dog, I think. And they ran it, and they stomped it. They, they styled it. They did. They launched, some video of it. launched the launch pad. Nice. And it was on the all over the interwebs. And you guys' cheers were heard over ours. <laughs> so it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and then we got down um, on the lake, Lake Tugelo, Section 5. And as we were being pulled across the lake early on into the uh, motorboat shuttle pull um one of our open boaters decided to flip over upside down and stick his head in the sand down below and we're not gonna name names but um <laughs> there's some there's some photographic evidence out there so uh <laughs> so anyway he's good sport he's, he's the one funny. that brought it up <laughs> all right well anyway man it was it was an awesome trip and thanks for uh for yeah, showing no, us down glad, and glad you know i know we it. mentioned this already but i, I think um, a couple of things like I know you run it all the time and you probably try not to take it for granted although I'm sure it's hard not to but yeah if you don't run it often it's it's a beautiful section it's it's amazing huge you know like house sized boulders deep gorge you know um, waterfalls in two or three places uh the the just the big rocks and and everything uh when you get out uh so i had a new camera that i was using and it was a uh well just to back up on that i had a decent camera for a couple of years and it finally i guess the the whatever waterproof seals shrank and anyway it died on me so i bought a really crappy camera i know we discussed this a couple episodes back a cheapo at walmart and it you pay, you, you know, you get what you pay for because the photos from that thing were awful. So finally, I, I, I was like, I'll split the difference and I'm not going to get a super nice one. I'm just going to look at some ratings. So I got one that was a step up, but not like a super camera. Anyway, point is, uh, took some photos out there and they turned out great, but it really wasn't the camera. It's just like a beautiful place. And so they, they, the photos just you know it's, it not not everybody gets to see that section because it's uh you know you, you how can you see it you can raft it paddle it there are a few folks that hike down in there but that's kind of a long unusual yeah. way to hike it but it's not easily accessible well section four has only got access trails it doesn't actually have hiking trails you know there aren't like established hiking trails on section four so when you hike in there you can only get to a couple spots from those access points um you can't go too far um the access trails are great for camping hiking in and camping by the river but there's not really anywhere you can go hiking in there so you're not getting to see much all the really cool spots unless you know where to hike you know i mean you can hike into the five falls if you know the trails um to get there and basically once you get you know if you hike in at possum creek which is um the last creek before you hit the lake that that enters the chatuga um hike in the possum creek trailhead and then once you get to the river hike up and follow this it's basically a fisherman's trail it'll take you up to the five falls um you know, but that's it. You yeah. know, and you got to pretty so much not, go back it's not, that way. Not easily accessible. So you know, if you want to see it and you're not ready to paddle it, then take a commercial trip. Um, yeah, Link, Link probably knows how you could do that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, call us at Southeastern Expeditions. We love taking people in, you know, and taking them down the river and showing them, showing them all the uh, beauty that's out there. So, and it really is. I mean, I can't say enough about it cause it's just, uh, it's a, it's a dramatic landscape and it's not like you, you can't see that stuff everywhere. I mean, there's a lot of beautiful rivers around here, but that's that one, you know, definitely a uh, beautiful, beautiful area and section and finally, pretty, pretty wild rapids. Glad so. I finally got to show Ted down section four. So. Yes. Me too. Um, finally got him, got him out of his comfort zone. Yeah. Well, the conditions were right, I'm, and I'm I'm ready to go back. So we'll we'll do it again. But all right, man. Well, uh, I guess our topic 
river etiquette. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a good example of something that might have happened on that trip, but nothing's coming to me. Maybe maybe it will. So, yeah, the topic tonight comes from uh, James uh, Guidry, or Goodry, um, who's from uh, Pelzer, South Carolina. Um, over, I think Pelzer's right over next to Greenville, South Carolina. But um, James sent us a, a, you know, a topic idea. Um, and his email says, uh, I haven't been paddling all that long, but have been getting out a ton and progressing rapidly under the guidance of some experienced friends. There have been a few situations where I was unaware of unwritten rules and just normal river courtesy. Um, your episode mentioning the group running on your ropes through the five falls made me think this topic could be a or made me think this could be a good topic. I have seen that same situation and have gone through a raft trip myself with clean lines and not assuming and not assuming they would help us nonetheless, but did not think to make sure that was okay to do. Thanks, Jay. And um yeah, um, it's a great topic. Yeah, good idea. So so what he's referring to is, I don't know how many episodes back, but we, we you were talking about that. But, but Yeah. So like, like your company might be setting up safety and then some jokers just come flying through there out of control and might, yeah. might need your help. Yeah, because well, we, we run one raft at a time through each of the five falls when we're running those. And... Uh, you know, we have a certain certain set of things happening. And, you know, when... As long as people ask, we don't mind. Um, you know, especially if they come up and they ask, hey, would you mind, you know, us running on your ropes? And, you know, because we have the safety set. And if they get in a jam, we're going to help. Of course. I mean, we're kind of, you know... Uh, yeah, we're, 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 we're kind of... You know, have to, you know, uh, and it's, you know, implied, um, you know, it's basically implied consent at that point. You know, it's like, hey, you know, you're in, a, you're in trouble. I have to help you. You know, I'm, I'm a trained professional. So, um, but it's, it's just common courtesy to, um, you know, ask. So um, I know we had a kind of a flow chart of how we were going to talk about this, but you know, it brings up a great conversation. Just this entry, this entry thing, um, you know, yeah. And, uh, you know, when we have our safety set, especially in the five falls, it's, it's, it's really, it's really kind of set up, you know, designed for our trip. And when you enter into that trip, um, and you're just bombing down through the rapids, um, you know, you're, you're affecting that the safety of our trip. And you're also affecting how our, our time schedule that we have to stick to so we don't get penalized by the Forest Service. Uh, because if we're, if we're not on our times, we, we accrue points. Um, and then if we accrue enough points, they, you know, in one year, a calendar year, um, you know, the maximum number of points, they could fine us or take away our permit. So that's a big deal uh, to us. Um, you know, maybe not anybody else that's running the river. But, um, you know, um, yeah, just a little common courtesy there. Um, you know, which also brings up another thing. Um, you know, I've been on rivers where, you know, people on shore would get involved in something that's happening on the commercial trip. And... It's kind of a no-no, um, unless you're a guide from another company, you know, case in point, the Okoe, um, you know, at a spot like Humongous in the Okoe Whitewater Center. Um, you know, a lot of trips pull over there, and guides or TLs will go and hold rope for their trip or other trips, and then, you know, another trip will come down and run on their rope, and it's just general courtesy, to, you know, I've already got a rope set. You don't need to worry about pulling over. I'm mm-hmm. here. But, uh, you know, when private individuals, recreational paddlers, get involved with a commercial situation, um, you know, we, we know how well our, our guides are trained. We don't know how well you're trained. And if you get involved and you go outside the scope of your capabilities, 
your training, um, you're, you're, you know, negligent. So, and, you know, we handle that safety ourselves. Sure. I I think, I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about and and you can, it doesn't take much to get on YouTube and watch some carnage videos there of that area, which is another future topic. But um, somebody comes out of the boat and it's like, seems like 20 ropes go out. Yeah, which is... Like yeah. people are just waiting, like trigger happy. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, I, although if you're, you know, I, I have certainly thrown ropes to folks, but it's there's not nothing. I can't think of any time that had to do with a commercial trip. It's more like just I'm out. And somebody comes, <laughs> I'm just floating by or something. And yeah, we're gonna I mean, yell at them and help them if we need them. But I mean, just with the commercial trip, but I commercial you, yeah. rafting trip, we, you know. We, we have a heads up on what's happening mo- most of the time. You know, there, there are extreme situations where someone may get out of that scope of safety, you know, out of that, that visual, you know, bubble of safety that we're trying to set up. Um, you know, we, we, we don't always, you know, um, turn help down, you know, yeah. but... Um, you know, most of the time we have it and, and that's a, that maybe that maybe that's a gray area that, you know, that we can, you know, keep expanding and having the conversation about when, when we do these, Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, uh, it, the only thing I can think of that was that I've been involved in, in that sort of scenario was I was our wanting in the a storm and uh, another a friend of mine was in his kayak and we were below double suck and a raft a commercial raft came in and just dumped everybody and by the time they got their raft upright and I don't know if they were surfing or what was going on mm-hmm. I, I, they but there were people everywhere everywhere and saying help probably <laughs> yeah. a few people saying help me yeah and uh anyway yeah. um and, a, they, and they, at that point you're yeah. you're kind they, of they they pulled in you know most they got most folks back and uh but there was one person that was headed down you know the next rapid and uh so my buddy goes over in his kayak and does an assist and um of course, the person panics because they're not a kayaker, so they just yeah. try to like climb up on his boat. And of course, yeah. they flip him. Yeah. He comes out. Now we got two folks. Yeah. Um, in the midst of all that, we uh, I, I I get over there to him in the raft. We get him and his boat in my raft, <laughs> and, and then you know we get the the swimmer back to their raft, and uh, we anyway. It worked out, but it was a mess. Um, but anyway, so hey, uh, so kind of let's go back, I guess, to our river etiquette. Um, you can hear uh, Rio's got a squeaky toy. <laughs> he gets so excited. Um, no, that right, mean we're so hey, r- river etiquette. So uh, one of the things we were going to talk about is like right of way. You know, so like you know, I know like if you're on, I'm just sort of. A lot of people have experience with like a, a lake or, or, or driving or, you know, who has the right of way, you know. So like on, on, on Whitewater, like what's your thoughts on that? Uh, well. Is there a hard and fast rule? I mean, basically, you know, if you're in the current, you know, you, you have, you, you basically have the right of way compared to someone that's sitting in an eddy right up ahead. You know, and hopefully they're looking at you um, coming downstream. You're, you're, they're in an eddy. They're in control in an eddy. You're in the current. Even though you're in control, you're not necessarily in control because you're, you're in the current. It's pushing you downstream. You can't exactly just jump out of the way or, or stop. So, so you, you have upstream traffic has the right of way. And something that, so, that I, now this is a real, like sort of question mark here um or i'm sorry i'm sorry traffic coming from upstream has the right of way so you know so here's something that like i i do run into like every trip i would say and um is people surfing so they're surfing in a hole 
and it's, you're coming down. Yeah, it's 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 not, you know, you're that's that's something you've done most of the time that that you've done you've you've actually peeled out of a netty to surf in a wave or a hole, yeah. and so you you've come out of your you know spot, and if you just come blindly out of that and jump in a surf wave or a hole with another craft coming from upstream. You, you have, you know, basically pulled into the right of way. Like if basically like pulling you, into an intersection, pulling into <laughs> an intersection, going the opposite way or stopped and just hang out and hang out. So you're, you're not in the right now. Of you're course, not in the right there. I Sorry. think most reasonable boaters are going to look and check. You, you know, think that, but certainly no. some people, um, you know, I know that they, they, Maybe they're waiting in line, and they're waiting, and they're waiting, and you know, and they get frustrated, and now it's their turn. They hop out there, and then here, here we come. You know, maybe, maybe in any kind of boat, but like for example, if I'm if I'm R one or S one, I can't throw the brakes on. So <laughs> it's it's so I'm coming. Know, there's only so much you can do, man. So they pulled the trigger, and you know, there there's a big misconception about. Most raft guides on the Okoe that they're out to get the kayakers. Listen, I'm paddling, I'm driving a bus down the river, and if if you have, and I've said this forever, you have the nerve to pull your little sports car out in front of that bus, yeah, and you don't have, you don't have the experience or you know the skill to avoid or just peel out and get in the current, and go downstream, or attain across and get in another eddy, you know, within time, or you just want to pull out in, in that wave and not wait two seconds for that raft to come, come by and peel out behind them and jump on it behind them. I'm, I can't help you. I'm going to hit you. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't intentionally hit you, but you know, it's, it's all those people in the raft and my raft or you, and those people are paying me to take them down the river. So they're, I'm first in the say, and we've talked about this with yeah. safety. Yeah. In the scheme of, of awareness and safety, I'm number one. My the people in my raft are, you know, they're number two. Those are the most important people that you know. I'm trying to keep in the boat, and my, myself included. And then anyone outside of that, you know, then then it comes down to my trip, and then it comes down to the private paddlers or you know the other boaters out there. If I hit you, it's not because I'm. I want to hit you. It's just you know you didn't wait two seconds for me to go by. Um, you know, and and it can get real, real misconstrued, especially on a busy river like the Okoe. Whereas you know other rivers are aren't aren't that busy, but um, yeah, you know there's only so much I can do. I'll help you once I run you over. I'll I'll, I'll help try to clean you up. But, um, yeah, so just, just wait two, two more seconds. Yeah, I, I think that's Instead a, of pulling in front of the raft, hey, you're, if you're that good, yeah. wait that second or two and pull out behind them and jump on the wave then. I think that's a pretty common scenario, too. Like, I mean, just the whole thing. It like, is a common scenario. I mean, people, I mean, are, people are popping in and out and they can't yeah. wait. And, and, I mean, another thing that happens well, that well, this, here's, this, here's, here's the, the other thing, Ted, is. They do pop in and out because most of them don't have they don't have situational awareness. They a lot of them don't may not even have personal awareness um, <laughs> of, of what's happening. It's all about them, you know. And I'm just trying to get downstream, you know. I'm I'm just trying to get through your little playtime. You're messing up my my play wave, man. And and as soon as I go through, and, and I say this from a raft guy's perspective because I've seen it a lot, and I've cleaned a lot of these guys up. And you clean them up, you pull them out of the water, and they're like, "Why'd you hit me?" It's like, "Why'd you pull in front of me, dude?" You know, <laughs> sorry, get back in the river. I won't help you out. So yeah, there's you know, and this this is probably always going to be a struggle between all the different paddling, you know, groups, but. I can I see. see a lot. I, I can see. I think Link's uh, blood pressure is going up right now as we discuss this. <laughs> but uh, no, I do think that's a that's a 
I'm just trying to maximize our time by <laughs> That's a, talking faster. I like it. Faster. I like it. I like it. He's getting passionate. Um, <laughs> it's. It, I think that's common. Uh, another thing, even even still, I mean, this has nothing to do with etiquette, really. But like, it's just something else that I, it's just an observation. Like, if a if a raft, and it could be, it could be a, somebody R one R two. I mean, it could be a small raft, but any any kind of boat, like uh, you know, raft craft. Um, if you pull out right behind it and follow them closely, like you're probably going to eat it eventually because they're going to they're just going to get hung up in a. In a well, yeah. You know, all I mean, of a sudden, you're going to right up. Yeah, there's right a reason why they're called floating <laughs> undercuts because yeah. you know occasionally we get hung up on rocks, and if you're following really closely, if you yeah, I mean we'll we'll kind of this is going to segue into that uh, topic of the next kind of subtopic of spacing. Yeah. But if you're following right behind that raft. And you can't see what's coming up, and they get hung on the ra- rock in front of them. You know that they wash over, and they get hung there for a second. And you're just la di da, just yeah. coming right down behind them. You know, here's the thing. I mean, you know, just you know, let's let's go into that spacing, you know, discussion. Mm-hmm. Give give that boat in front of you a little bit of spacing, but you don't need to give them a quarter mile of spacing. Yeah. Okay. So you know. Even though that raft may get stuck or that kayak or canoe may get a little hung up in front of you, if you give them a little bit of room, you'll know that's where not to go. Yeah. You know, maybe slightly left or right of them, and and that way you can get around them. Um, You know, but if you're way far off, you may not see that trouble spot coming up. You know. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I guess that's what you were saying the other day in, in some of those areas, like, stay right on me in this spot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, so you can see the move. Well, yeah, that and and I know that you know if if you get too close to me, I'm I'm gonna see you coming because I'm I'm you know my awareness is not just in front of me. What's yeah. coming up downstream? Yeah. Yeah. It's what's upstream of me also all the time, and that's just trip awareness. Um, and 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 if I tell you to be right behind me, I expect you to be right behind me. You know what I'm saying? And I like that. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay, he's right there. So I'll, I'll speed it up a little bit more, you yeah. know, and, and, uh, take a few more strokes and try to, you know, get a, a little bit more spacing if it's too close or, or try to slow down a little bit more so you can catch up. Yeah. Spacing is huge. And, you know, where, where I see, where I see the biggest, you know, the beauty of a raft trip the beauty of a raft trip uh, is we can, um, you know, we can definitely run a little bit closer, especially if it's something we're used to. You know, you'll see us running really tight. You know, yeah. and and that's that's to keep our trip together and uh, keep everybody in our sights. But um, where I see the biggest problem, you know, there are a few rafting companies that have just, you know, have maybe have a bunch of rookie guides. <laughs> You know, and they get hung up, and, you know, when you get hung up on a rock, look upstream. Look at, you know, if, if, you, if you're if you really hung up, just look upstream for a second. Just take a second and look upstream and see who's coming downstream above you. And if there's enough room there for you to get off of that rock real quick yeah. and get back out in the current and get downstream, by all means do it. But if there's people right on top of you, just stay right there. Just stay there if you can and hang out and let them go by and then get off the rock and get downstream. You know what I'm saying? And catch up with your group or whatever. But what I see a lot is, you know, a boat will get stuck on a rock and they'll just, you know, I got to get unstuck. And then they come off of the rock right in front of one to two other people that are, that are, you know, have come right up on them who are trying to get around them so they don't get stuck. And then you're all going down rapid together, and that's where interesting things start to happen. Well, so. and and just on that whole spacing idea, um, I, when I think back to some bad situations I've been in, most of the time I feel like it, it's been not not the rapid itself, but somebody cut me off somebody you know got in my space and made me uh, uh slow down or make a move or i couldn't get where i wanted to get and 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 it you know 
I, I can think of one one in particular. I got cut off uh, right before Diamond Splitter, and then kind of got washed up onto Diamond Splitter. Um, and anyway, after it was that was back in a ducky. Days. Okay. So like you know, I couldn't Man, make I couldn't make a quick move. And yeah, and that's a big undercut. Rock, yeah, it was right? a bad it was a bad spot. I knew it right away. Yeah, <laughs> but it's because somebody came you know right in front of me and I had to pause. Yeah, and you know and that 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 was enough to to throw me off. But uh, but but all the time like somebody gets stuck or you're right on somebody's tail or or whatever happens. You know, a lot of times it is the other boat. Um, you know, and if you go like sit at Nanahala Falls, nine times out of ten, that's you know somebody stalls out in the top hole, and then it here it comes. Yeah, seven more boats well, right on top of well, them. Chain surf, <laughs> and it becomes like a, a you know just a swim fest, and and uh, so that kind of thing. You know, one one bad move, and and if there's not enough space, then it becomes like a. Yeah, a, a crazy. but also no no alternate routes. Know where the eddies are, to pull over and just take a breath and let let things yeah. go by. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's there's an easy way. If someone keeps overtaking you, let them um, go. Let them go by. Yeah, just like on the highway or yeah. just like on yeah. a mountain road. If someone's right up on your butt, let them go by. Pull over and let them go by, um, because they're probably just going to keep coming. Yeah, and, and it's because they're, they're keep you on edge. <laughs> it's going to keep you on edge, but hey, they may be getting something out of it. Maybe they're they're getting their jollies that way, or they're just so comfortable being right there on your butt that you know. <laughs> Eloise is giving us a look. She just wandered into this conversation. Yes. It sounds interesting. Maybe they're just so comfortable um, tailgating you. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, just because they know where they're at and they know exactly what's coming up, and but uh, that's our next bumper sticker. Stay off my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know how that one's gonna. <laughs> Quick, getting your jollies on my butt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, you know, and uh here here's another thing about a rafting current <laughs> with people in it it's faster than your canoe or your kayak okay and that's surprising yeah like i mean to a lot but it's and, and it's, it's, it's the weight right and, yeah yeah because yeah, it's got more weight it's more weight displacing you know being displaced by the water and so it's sitting further down in the water so it's gonna that momentum is building and it keeps coming the faster they paddle it keeps going faster and faster yeah um i think that's i mean yeah, that was something that has taken me a while to comprehend because I just, you know, just assumed they'd be slower, but it's not. They, they, no, they not can, necessarily. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're they're sitting down in the flow a lot more than you are. You're kind of bobbing around on the no, surface. No, I, I mean, I get it. Like, I, it's I, whoop, Rio. We got a we got a cat dog situation. Come here, leave him alone. But uh, but yeah, I see. You know, uh, yeah, that I agree. That's that's something a lot of people. I mean, I think most people figure it out, but it's, you know, yeah, you're when one, you're starting out, you, you might not expect you're, that. You're like, I'm in a little fast boat and they're in a big you're, old thing. You're more maneuverable. Yes. Which is why you need to use, if you're in a kayak or a canoe, you're more maneuverable than the raft is. Um, so use that advantage. Stay away from them. <laughs> um, you know, and say, let's talk about Hellhole on the Okoe. This is another great spot. You know, kayakers sitting in both eddies trying to get out on the waves at Hellhole. And they can see their ass in the pool above. And they know exactly at some point that trip of eight boats is going to come down in there all at once. And some guys will try to get out there and surf in between trips. But some, you know, that are so comfortable with it, they'll try to jump on the wave in between boats. Yeah. And you know, I have hit many, the dice. I've ha- have hit many a kayaker in, in hellhole, and a lot of times it doesn't come out well for you know the raft more so than the kayak because that that kayak is just enough of a hit and it stops the boat just enough that it flips the raft hmm. or it stops the raft in the wave. So, um, and all we do is kind of either if we don't run the kayaker over, we end up kind of punching them off the wave yeah so 
Yeah, just, you know, figure spacing out. Probably one of the biggest offenders of trip spacing, trip spacing and awareness is the club boaters. Uh-oh, here he goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you can only sit there above a rapid and back paddle for so long. At some point, you got to pull the trigger and go. And, you know, kayakers, and uh, just, just like all craft, you're, you're a lot safer when you're a little bit closer together. And when you're 100 yards apart, you're not safer. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not helping the people trying to help you. Uh, and then if you're back paddling and not looking at who's coming in the flow above you, which is most likely a rafting trip, um, you're go- you're going to lose that battle because they're just going to run you over. So you know, I've and and the other thing with you know awareness is say there's a there's a cl- you know club boaters say there's five club boaters and one peels out of the eddy. And then the next will wait like two or three minutes until they peel out of the eddy. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, a minute or two, and then they peel out of the eddy. And it's like, you should all come out of the eddy pretty close to one another. Because as soon as the boat in front of you hits the current, they're gone. Yeah. They're gone. They're in the flow. They're gone. Um, the same coming out of a pool into a rapid. Once the boat in front of you gets into the current, they're gone. So it's time for you to be paddling down into the current as well. Um, that way you're running a safer trip. <laughs> so, yeah, spacing's, you know, a big, real big deal. So, um, you know, I, I think... Uh, and you, you see a, a big difference if you paddle the Chattooga Bunch and you paddle the, uh, you know, the Okoe or the Nantahala Bunch, you know, um, you know, and the, just... Depending on the section you're on uh, of Chattooga, and you mean of like raft traffic just, or just ability, you know, ability, uh, paddling ability of kayakers and canoers and and uh, you know rafters. So um, yeah, you, you sit there and watch long enough, you, you kind of sure. see. Um, and also there's, there's less numbers. There's usually less people on the Chattooga. So, um, you know, you, you're, you're not as, um, hurried along. Yeah. You're not as hurried along. It's it's, it's a bit more laid back trip. Um, you know, the rapids may not be all that as splashy as the Okoe. Um, but it's fun. It's pretty, it's, you know, I love it. Um, you know, whereas you go to other rivers that are more commercialized and less regulated, like the Pigeon, the Okoe, the Nantahala, you're going to see a lot more traffic. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely think, you know, well, I guess, you know, we a couple of episodes back, we were talking about my first canoe trip down the Okoe the other day. Um, we intentionally did that. You know, we went. Um, we went in the, like on a Thursday, you know, yeah. and, and w- the whole plan was like, let's go when we can get out there and it's not going to just be a freight train after freight train of, of commercial trips, uh, yeah. like it might be on a Saturday, Sunday. So, and, and it was very helpful to do that. So, uh, you know, that, that really did make a difference because it, you know, it's, it's a different river you know, on the weekends than it is on a, on a weekday or, or early morning kind of thing. But, uh, yeah. And, and that, and that's, and that's another thing is, is go in the morning. Um, people, they don't want to paddle early in the morning anymore. You know, uh, anyone's looking for a rafting trip, they're looking for that later trip. I can tell you that right now by, you know, being a commercial guide. I mean, our, our, our yeah. early trip times, um, book up less and less, um, compared to those midday or or late afternoon trips like they have on the Okoe. Um, you know, most Chattooga trips start in the morning, you know, they'll go throughout the day because it's a full day, full day run. But, you know, there's only two companies on the Chattooga, or three companies on the Chattooga. Each company runs two section three trips and two section four trips on weekdays. And on weekends, we only do one apiece. 
on each section. Yeah, yeah, a lot so. less traffic. So, uh, well, you know, I think a future topic might even be just you know sort of brainstorming off of this is just uh, I don't know a breakdown of. I know we've talked about rivers, but like we were talking about beginner and advanced and all that kind of stuff. But like a, I don't know, traffic or, or something. I don't know. That's, that's a different thing. Traffic. Um, we're going to talk about traffic, y'all. What, uh, <laughs> the traffic report on... Uh, oh, we got a bus stop out here on the <laughs> section three. Um, what is the chopper? This is Ted Link and the uh, Okoye River Chopper. Yeah, we're right here above uh, the Okoye Whitewater Center. Looks like a big <laughs> bus stop down there right now. Below Humongous. Y'all want to steer away from that one. Let's get a throw rope out there. Let's get 12 throw ropes. Um, Somebody get the pneumatic rope gun set up. <laughs> There's a guy with some long short pants on throwing, a, <laughs> throwing two safety ropes. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so, wait a minute. Um, we're So, we're we, back to river etiquette, I guess. Uh, we've been on river etiquette the whole time. I know. Man. I'm just trying to <laughs> dial us back in. Um, what were we going to talk about? Sorry. Safety. And Safety is be well, that safe. Was the throw man. Rope. That was the throw rope thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just yeah. the throw rope thing, you know. Or take take some river rescue guys. Honestly, take a whitewater rescue technician class. Uh, there's a lot of them out there. Um, I, I will say this: since uh, I, I saw this the other day, and uh, Link is such a fan of of the. Uh, Club boaters, but um, Georgia Canoe <laughs> Georgia Canoe Association is offering a free swift water rescue course, and I don't know if that's just for their members, but I saw that the other day, and uh, it's a full weekend, and so look for that if you're a member. I think that's great. I think that I think some people have come, sort of been asking for that kind of thing. Like, shouldn't there be some free? You know, I guess I guess maybe there's this. Uh, uh, maybe there's some truth to it too. There's there's people who are complaining that people are trying to profit off the too much or whatever about with these swift water rescue courses because because we do see a lot of those you know floating around here and there and you know I don't know go you know if you want to go take a golf lesson are you going to do it for free no you're going to pay somebody so I don't have an issue with it but yeah. regardless. If, well, it's, if there are free opportunities that might get more people out there, I, I have I, I have a problem with with you know I do kind of have a problem with free courses you know like free well you got to be a member and free skills so, courses yeah but you, these these classes cost you know a couple hundred dollars. If you take a, a a real yeah what's what's your rescue s- course safety worth. You know, that's just something we sort of... Well, know. what's your safety or other's safety other worth? Yeah. You know, what? I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's great. It's great. They offer these courses, um, you know, clubs and all that. Um, you know, ha- having, you know, sometimes, in, in some cases, I think having a little bit of knowledge is, <laughs> is better than none. But also, it's, it's knowing when to use that knowledge and... You know, it, it can kind of get tricky. Well, I think I think it I think it would help at any level because it, not that and and hopefully and I'm sure that the people teaching these would would do this. Um, you know, is to tell people like you're not an expert now. Like you know, but what we are going to teach you is like when when you might use this and when you probably shouldn't. Like just like our discussion earlier. Like if the commercial guys are running a trip and something happens let them handle it like don't you know you don't have to go be the hero and yeah you know. well that that's you know that's like one of the top things that comes out of any you know just just because you have this you know have this certain bit of knowledge now you know at that point it doesn't mean it's time to don't be a it. hero and throw it to use um you know know when to use it and so i'm sure that anyway i'd i'd I mean, ultimately, I think it it would be good good thing to get more folks trained, and I, and I don't know enough about those. Yeah, well, those, you I'm get, just saying you, I saw that the you, other day. You have to go through a, a, a good a good course, and a good course is is worth its weight in gold. I mean, you you got to think the amount of time these people are putting into it, the amount you know, the amount of time, the the material, the knowledge, the, the their their background, you know, everything they're putting forward they're putting their their names on the line to train you um that means something 
And that 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 costs something. Sure. And and it costs something to put these things on. And I don't have a problem with paying for that kind of stuff uh, or people getting paid for that kind of stuff. I'm I'm with you. I think it's. I mean, because I I just know like you know other things like you want to take a guitar lesson. You're probably not going to get it for free. Not a good one. You want you want to take a golf lesson. Same thing. You know. You, same, you're, same thing with learning to kayak or learning anything canoe else. Or, yeah. It, Any kind of hard, you know, like technical skill set. And the, the, but the difference is if if let's say I take a get a bad guitar lesson or a bad golf lesson, that doesn't really affect anybody's life. But this could. So this exactly. is this is a pretty important thing. You and you want to have like real professionals, you know, doing it. And so. there are different levels of, you know, just like there are different levels of first aid. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, and that, and that's cool. Just like there's different levels of kayak construction. You know, if you go into like a clinic type of setting, you're going to be with a bunch of other people. You may pick up a thing or two, but you're not going to get real specific instruction. And, uh, that's what you're going to get in a higher level course. So yeah, I mean, this is, it's a great stepping stone, but you know, it's it's great knowledge taking taking a swift water rescue class and it's and it's stuff that um, that all paddlers need to know um, and you're gonna learn it in an intensive type of setting you know and and uh, you know learn a lot of a lot of great things so yeah well I, I steered us off path off 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 of our topic again but where's um, our ruler slap I don't know. you on the wrist we're um, so here we are. <laughs> I don't know how much river etiquette we uh, covered, but anyway, it, it's a it's all a, of it is river etiquette. Sure, to, that's what I was I'm trying to you. tell you. I'm it's, with you. It's, it's it's like all river etiquette. So I I'm think we you. covered a lot. All right, I'm happy. Uh, upcoming events, or you want to put a bow on river etiquette? What <laughs> you want to wrap up river <laughs> oh, etiquette? Oh, that's what that means. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. All right. I think we're good. Be so. nice. Say yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you, please. <laughs> and you'll be good to go on the river, folks. Use the, uh, the outside fork and work your way in. Or, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Wear, so. you know, wear the appropriate attire. <laughs> no whites. <laughs> no whites. Wear before. your Wimbledon whites. Um, all right. That's a different episode. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Upcoming events. So uh, this weekend, this weekend, um, is the... Uh, is the, that... T- oh, okay. One of the those. ladies' takeover. What? The, what? Uh, <laughs> the women of the green. Is that today? Or this no, weekend? This week, this oh, coming weekend. Okay, I just... Yeah, all right. Yeah, the... Uh, what's it called? I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. You had it on the... I had it on the old list, and then we changed computers. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. So So, we do have a uh, a West Fork Tuck tuck release coming up, right, on Saturday? Saturday, and there's apparently supposed to uh, be one today. Um, Yeah, that's... But I haven't heard... You missed it. (laughs) I haven't heard whether it happened or not. Um, well, that's too so late. So someone said that it was um, um, it, it was going to happen, and it was probably not going to happen. Haven't heard if anybody made it up there or not. So yeah, the the uh, Green River Takeover uh, is coming up this weekend, um, and uh, it's a basically all women's uh, uh, takeover of the Green River Gorge and. Um, taking place um the 24th so that's uh saturday and um if you want to want more information about that look up uh com. yeah i remember us talking about that like several weeks back and uh then it got it it fell off our list but uh, yeah i don't know why it wasn't intentional it was because we changed computers here um, <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we'll be releasing this, I guess, the day before uh, the 24th. So we'll cool. have the... Uh, so they're, they're going to have an event on the upper green, class two, three upper green, and the class four, five narrows of the green. Wow. All right. So that'd be awesome. Sweet. 
Uh, so yeah, there is supposed to be a tuck release, right? Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday is August twenty fourth. Yeah. Uh, another thing happening this weekend: R one S one clinic. Yep. With Link Stallings. Yeah, the Nola Chucky. Um, we're about half capacity, about five, five or six. Yeah, that's what we're sitting on. Um, so um, yeah, we still got a little bit of room. If you want to jump on, um, you know this. You hear this on Friday or tomorrow or whenever. <laughs> We're able to get it, get it up uh, onto the interwebs. Um, shoot shoot um, me a message on Messenger or um, or the uh, Waterbound Podcast at gmail dot com email uh, account, and uh, we'll we'll try to get you in there. But it takes place uh, all weekend, um, Saturday Sunday at on the Nolichucky River at USA Raft and. Uh, yeah, just hey, and we're seeing some uh, fruits of your labor uh, out this last weekend and and beyond. I mean, we're seeing some of those folks out yeah. there yeah. doing it. Yeah, pretty neat, pretty yeah. neat. So, but uh, yeah, there's still room, guys. So if you're interested, give me a holler. Soul Slam Mountain Jam. Yep, and that's also at the Nola Chucky next weekend of Labor Day. Labor Day uh, Friday through. Monday, um, basically. Um, August 30th. It'll, it'll start Friday night, and it'll go through, um, you know, through Monday uh, if you want to stay that long. And um, Soul Slam is a soul-driven train from Charleston, South Carolina's um, little annual festival that they put on. And they used to hold it at the Windjammer down in Charleston at uh, Isla, or at, uh, uh, Isla Palms, sorry. And uh, they moved it to the mountains because it takes place in August, and it's, you know, <laughs> typically a little bit nicer up here during August. But a um, lot of great bands playing there, so come yeah. and check it out. Um, Ocoee River Championships. River Championships. Uh, September 13th through the 15th. And by the way, that came up with some of the guys the other day on our trip, and they are like, I guess they're not doing the Ocoee River Championships. I was like, yeah, they are. And, and they were like, well, we hadn't seen anything about it, so uh, I don't know why, but some, you know. There, there's some a are... Facebook site and yeah. uh, or Facebook page, and, um, yeah, there's. It's um, a happening. It took place in August last year, and so the deal was they were basically paying a lot more for water that wasn't theirs on the Upper Ocoee, which only runs Memorial Day to Labor Day. And the outfitters pay for that water, and the outfitters were having to go around them, or, adjust their trips yeah. according to the river ch- to to the ORC. So, you know, outfitters, I think they got a little bit mad about that because um, it was affecting their commercial trips. So, um, o- ORC decided to move it to September, and the water ended up being cheaper, and they ha- can have a closed event, so there's no other river traffic coming yeah, through the nice. upper during that time. So things, it's just better to organize that. Yeah, so. And that may be a better time of year anyway. Yeah. I mean, so. it'd definitely right. be a little, little boon for, uh, the Ocoee area. Yeah. So. so right after that, next, the next following weekend, September 19th through the 22nd. Yep. Golly fest. Yep. The, uh, uh, like the, you know, biggest, Whitewater Festival uh, in the country, I guess. Um, Link will be there. I'll be there with uh, representing Rocky Mountain Rafts, and uh, we'll have a booth set up there. And um, yeah, you know, definitely come and join Golly Fest. Uh, go paddling on the upper lower Golly or the New River uh, if you like to do that. Come up and do all of them. I'm um, gonna try to make an appearance. I've never been to either or any, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. We'll awesome. see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Pull it off. And, and hey, guys, in, in between that, uh, the ORC, basically in between the second and third weekends of Golly Fest is what we call Yawk Week, and uh, the Upper Yawk releases all week long that week before Golly Fest, and it's a whole lot of fun. Um, Upper Yawk releases. Uh, it's it's awesome. Um, just being being down in there uh it's one of my favorite rivers um you know it's one of the reasons why i go and work on the golly 
Uh, so I get to go play on the yacht. And uh, that takes place uh, basically Monday through Friday, the week before Golly Fest. So All right. be sure to come check it out. And something a little more local uh, in September, September 28th, 29th, the Upper Nantihala yeah. Cascades release. Um, and they had, did, did one get canceled recently or I don't know, maybe I'm, yeah. maybe not. Well, they just, or is it this? Something had happened recently, but maybe not. No, I'm sorry. This Friday is, I think, a rescheduled. Okay, they were going to re, yeah. Yeah, the Fish Kill. Yes, or yeah, yeah. was that the fish kill? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We're not providing clear uh, information there, but have you we can, had you can you can too Google many it. beers? You can Google it, check it out. But definitely on September 28th, 29th. There you go. And uh, and those are high flow releases. All right. During uh, guest appreciation festival at the Nana Hill Outdoor Center. All right, he said it. Yeah, he said it. So uh, all right, well that wraps it up for tonight. Thanks, Waterbound, guys. and uh, we'll see you out there, folks. Yeah, see you downstream, guys. Thanks for listening. Gonna get drunk and I don't care. Gonna get drunk and I don't care.